The dream economy is here. Are you coming? Welcome. My name is Katherine Morrison, and as I've coached countless online entrepreneurs into six, multiple six-figure and half-million-dollar businesses, I've learned a lot. One of the main things is that I'm not just here to help you create a high quantity of money. It's actually pretty easy. I'm here to help you do that through the highest quality money imaginable. That means activating and amplifying your unique frequency to take your being and form it into a magnetic, sharply differentiated brand that has clients dropping in out of the sky, salivating to work with you specifically, not someone who does that thing you do. I'm here to help you open the channel for the creation that wants to come through you, where growing your business and building demand comes from razor sharp business precision and business growth is always tied to an expansion of your pleasure. Expanding your mind and your nervous system to create more, receive more, and be bigger in visibility and impact in the world than your rational mind ever imagined possible. This isn't matrix business building. It's business building through soul ascension. This isn't just business coaching. This is the timeline to your destiny. Are you ready to play? Welcome to the Ascension Through Entrepreneurship podcast. Let's get started. doing happy holiday week we are in the final week of the year so it seems only right to do a good a bad and the ugly of 2023 (laughs) you all better dive in don't worry it's on my list in 2024 I want to start making a mix of like I've been thinking about podcasts that are like sort of like shot like espresso shot like short podcasts mixed in with the longer ones but Get ready, everyone, because I'm covering the whole year, and I think we're going to be here a while. So make sure you get yourself a drink. But like this is, I mean, it's going to be a a masterclass just, I think, from a business perspective. But I mean, there's also a little bit of spilling the tea. So it hits really all the highlights. So let's get into it, right? So we're going to cover the good, the bad, and the ugly today. And there has been so much good, so much bad, and so much ugly this year. I would say we need like a fourth word that also like so much beautiful and good and bad and ugly. But life, business, all of it is always going to have ups and downs. And it's my intention, right? To just allow all those waves to wash through me. Like this too shall pass energy about both the highs and the lows, right? So I'm going to go through and share an overview of my year and I'll deep dive into like actual stats, numbers in our business. And I'm going to really open up and share the hard shit I've been going through. Uh, Like literally yesterday, I had a rough day and I felt emptied out by the end of the day. And when my husband came home, I just sort of crumpled into his arms and I cried and it was time to get dinner on the table. And so I put myself back together and I sat down at the table and my four-year-old just started yelling. He's just been in a phase where if you give him a bite of any kind of vegetable, he screams at you. And it was just a lot of, a lot of tantrums. And I just, I just lost it, y'all. Like full on, just break down streams of tears at the dinner table. Like this mother just broken down and beaten by a four-year-old's dinner complaints about the slice of cucumber he got on his plate. 
And something where like, usually something like that, usually I'm laughing when that happens, right? Usually like he complains about the cucumber. I think it's funny. Like we do a playful thing to like get him to eat the cucumber. It doesn't bother me. But yesterday it really was. It was like the straw that broke the camel's back. So stay tuned and you'll hear what led me to totally melting down at my dinner table. All right. So let's just start with a recap and a review. So we're going to flip between good and the bad, the highs and lows. And I want to start with what has felt like one of the hardest parts, honestly, of this year for me, which was not having a mentor or coach that I was consistently working with. So in terms of investing in myself and developing myself and the business, like we still did a lot, like participated in a lot. I did a women's feminine embodiment program that had like a big tantra and higher consciousness slant to it. I was in a three-month mastermind for manifestors, which is my human design type. I was in a psychic development program to open and develop more of my intuitive gifts. I was in a Facebook ads mastermind for that like deep, in-depth strategy, like really digging into the data and the number side of things. I'm in a Tantra program for my spiritual nourishment. And I bought sort of like one-off boxer days, uh, power hour session type things. I actually just had a entire boxer day with a business strategist that I love. And we ended the day, she was like, will you come on my podcast? And I was like, yes, will you come on my podcast? So she helps people with digital course creation. So look forward to that next year. We've decided we're going to have a podcast swap next year. But so obviously like that connection is great. And it sounds like if I like go through that list, you're like, what do you mean? Like you haven't felt supported, right? But the thing was, there's just literally been no mentor, no program, no anything I have been able to find anywhere on the internet that supports holistic growth going to multiple millions. So like there's plenty of mentors and programs for intuitive gifts, spiritual opening, like spiritual alignment. And then there are business programs that lean very heavy on strategy or mindset or whatever, right? And I love, I love both sides of those things, but it feels like I have to split myself to go into these containers. There's been no one single container or mentor where I've been able to both like riff on funnels and strategy and like dig into like the data stuff And then deep dive into the energetics of it and discuss intuitive knowings and feelings about things. So in the business programs I'm in, they don't know what to do with how powerful my intuitive knowings are and like the downloads I get because it doesn't fit into their linear logical models of how they want me to like perform in their spaces, right? And then in my spiritual spaces, there's often a lack of nourishment for that, the rising Capricorn in me that I'm like, oh, let's like do some strategy. Like literally I'm like on fire today after a full day, just riffing with that business strategist today. My rising Capricorn is so happy. We're like talking funnels. We're talking like retention strategies, like really deep, deep. Like, I mean, y'all know, like I worked as an employee scaling eight and nine figure companies. Like my brain loves that stuff, but it also wants the other side. And so we'll talk about this a little bit later. But I'm hearing the same thing from all of you, actually, right? Like we just did the last surveys that came back and 
some of the most consistent feedback was how my programs and brand are the only thing, like the only one doing it at this level in the marketplace, which sure, does that feel good to hear? I'm like, oh yes, that means I'm on the right track. That means I'm differentiated. That means of course, like if you want to grow a business at that intersection of intuition and strategy, of course you're coming to me, right? But what that also means is it's, I'm going to like, I'm like always crying on the podcast. It's really lonely. It's been really lonely to be the one at the front. It's like, it sounds cool to be like, oh, I'm a trailblazer, but it's actually really lonely and doing something that no one's ever done before. And I'm trying not to break down in tears now. I've cried a lot about it this year and I'm just still crying. Like, I I think there was like a point where it was like, it was so painful for me to not have a mentor or a community. It's like, I'm building what doesn't exist, right? But I want that for myself so badly. And so if you've been listening to this and you're like, wait, but Catherine, like maybe someone comes to mind. I just had the idea. I was like, what if I just put it out on the horn? I'm basically just wishing and dreaming that there was like a Catherine that existed that's already at the $5 million level. (laughs) and has a super high-level mastermind for people growing to that mark with like equal parts energetics, intuition, strategy, and data. Um, It's really lonely out here. (laughs) And business masterminds are like, business masterminds as an entrepreneur, they're the lifeblood to like your business growth, to have that community, like to also have the sort of support, right? And what that does for your mental and emotional health, like really surrounding yourself with like-minded women operating at a very high level. And I just basically wish that there was something like the Pleasure and Precision Mastermind for women going to multiple millions. So if you're listening to this and you something actually comes to mind, or even if it's like vaguely even close, um, I do just want to put it out. It, it, please come message me on Instagram. Send me the information or whoever the person is, or you can email my team at support at katherinemorrisoncoaching.com. I'm I'm lucky to have so many friends in the entrepreneur space, and that's kind of helped to fill the gap. But like, just when I decided like, I'm going to do the business this way and it's going to be super integrated and it's going to allow for my feminine leadership, it's going to allow for intuition, creativity, like flow, but it's going to have all of that like incredible strategy and all the logic of it, like the incredible, listen, we're going to talk about structure a little bit today, but like really next week. Um, I just, I'm like building the thing that doesn't exist and it feels really hard to be alone. And so not having support in this area for me was definitely one of my biggest lows in 2023, like for sure. I've like consistently just felt like very lonely. Um, (laughs) So I'm going to gather myself and then we'll go to some of the, the good. So that was one of my biggest bummers. And thinking about this year, allowing myself to feel good, (laughs) recentering myself, some of the good, one of the major highlights was this year we went into cold traffic, like for the first time, for the first full year. I think we sort of went into it towards the end of the prior year, but this was the the first full year that we were like really going into cold traffic. And we were able to do something that pretty much every digital marketer told me was completely impossible. Like literally, I just was at another, I was at a public speaking event last week with this guy who has like multiple, I think he has like five, eight figure companies. And I asked something about my funnel. He was like, oh no, you can't sell a $3,000 thing without a sales call. And I was like, no, 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 I I am, I'm doing it, 
So we were able to sell a $3,000 program to completely cold traffic with zero limited time bonuses, which is like the other thing, like digital marketers would be like, we got a layer in the thing and the timers and the whatever. Like we didn't have the flashy incentives. It was like a five-day evergreen email sequence. No sales calls, just sold straight through the incredible strength of what the brand Alchemy Accelerator is. Like that offer, it's just so uniquely differentiated. The calibration of the branding is so strong. It has attracted best, best fit clients and the strength of the messaging. And so while I don't think we are not out of the woods with cold traffic. Like we've definitely had some stuff with audience, like finding the right audiences this year. But like, I am so, so, so proud of us. Like just, I think there was like a a day where it was like two clients just came in through the funnel and I was like, oh, just like $6,000 in a day, right? And of course, I do not believe what people talk about of, oh, make passive income in your sleep. I don't believe in that. Like... It's taken me years to get to this amount of passive income coming in through something like a funnel. And so that passive income has felt actually quite active, but we are finally at a point in our maturity, I would say, like our the business growth and maturity where we just have a baseline of, oh yeah, like people like just come in like a couple times a week, like we're just able to have this sort of stream of clients in, right? And so in order to do that, my team had to learn so much. I had to write and rewrite and test webinar titles and all of that business strategy, more nuanced, like advanced kind of strategies that I'm working on with those of you coming into Pleasure and Precision. But like we did it. And in fact, our funnel performed so well, it became like the gold star standard of what a working funnel should be in the Facebook ads mastermind that I was in. And I was actually invited to be on her podcast to share in detail all about our ad adventures and exactly what had worked for us and our branding and our messaging to attract in like that consistent stream of clients from totally cold ad traffic. Which, by the way, I noticed in our survey, like a lot of buy, like not a lot, but like a decent stream of buyers actually came from that podcast. So if you're one of them, hello. But cold traffic was a definite highlight for us, even through the hard. And it's just been really fun to see all the people from like cold traffic because our branding is so strong, our messaging is so strong. It's drawing in exactly the right people. Like our private community, that was actually another thing in the surveys. Like everyone in the accelerators, like it's unbelievable, like the community that exists. Um, and to have that with both my organic audience that's sort of been like my ride and die crew that like comes with me with all of these women that that like they should have always been, right? Like they should have always been in the soul family. And it just took them getting that ad to come in and they join the accelerator and they come into our private community and they're like, oh my God, like they want to cry. This feels like home. This is the place that I've been like, my soul has been longing for on the internet. And I just think it's really cool to see that sort of interplay with people who have come in through cold traffic to that. And I really think it speaks to the strength of the community that we have built like together. This is our soul fam. So from going so strongly in the ad space, there we get, let's get into some numbers and some data. In the past year, we were actually able to 2.5x the size of our community on our email list, which is so fun. And even after doing like general sort of like scrubbing the list, making sure the list stays clean and stuff, I it's like the vast majority of people who came into our email list, like they're engaging, like, right? Y'all are still there. You're probably many of you listening to this podcast, which is another really cool stat 
which is that our podcast listenership increased by 50% this year. So 46% to be exact, so not quite the full 50%, but still like to see the growth of people following and listening to the show really speaks to the strength of the community we're building, the strength of the intellectual property and thought leadership I'm putting out. And it shows that business done differently, like feminine leadership at that intersection of intuition and strategy, creativity and logic, structure and flow. It's something that is like deeply hitting at the core of something that people, it's like, sometimes they're like, I didn't even know that I needed, like how deeply I longed for this until I like knew it was possible. And then some people are like, oh my God, I've been dying to find it. Right. And so it's been really yummy to see that the depth of resonance is really like what's coming to mind. So that was a good. So since we started with a bad, then we went to a good. Let's talk about a little bit more bad, shall we? So our revenue was actually down 8% this year versus last year. And that's our first year ever that the number has been down. And obviously, as a business owner, that's not the direction you want the numbers to be going. (laughs) So I think there's two major reasons for that. The first major one is that I actually paused our Pleasure and Precision Mastermind for a round this year, and we'll dive into this a little bit later. But one of the really hard decisions I had to make as a business owner, like looking at, like when you grow and you, you know, make that solopreneur to entrepreneur jump and you actually are running a company, it's not just like you have some delivery and you market sometimes and clients come in, right? There's like a team, there's systems and processes, like the the business is its own structure. And so as I was looking at what was coming up, they were like, the team had needs. We were actually ready to sort of splinter off and have people go into more functional roles and, you know, bring on, we actually had to turn over one of our VAs. So there was just stuff going on there in the business. And then as I looked at that, like that really, I knew if we turn this over, like we roar into 2024. And then I'm looking at, oh, but we're supposed to be launching soon. That's on the calendar. And I like, I felt so bad, right? To to close it for the women. I mean, it's fine. Like they came in words or wands. It's not like I kicked them out forever, but I just told them, right? Like I have to close this for a round because I really want to be able to like heads down, focus on what the team needs, heads down, focus on like really building out like really critical sort of systems and processes. Yeah. It's just been a year of like incredible on the scaling side of everything we're doing um, has been so, so much growth. And I have so much to teach those of you (laughs) that are going into scaling. And so that was like, when I look at, oh, okay, being down 8%, but I'm like, oh, but if we had done that launch and actually continued on like with what was originally on my calendar, we would be like 20 or 30% up this year, year over year. But I wanted to take that off and prioritize like what was the important work that we had to do that would set us up for longer term growth more sustainable revenue, more happy. Like I want my people that work for me to be happy and to have lives that they love. And it was very important that we like figure out some of that stuff so that like, I I think of the systems and processes, it's like we've just created this well-oiled structure that like our delicious feminine creativity and flow can just like dance within. And so it was important that we build that out so that we could dance and be creative and have all of that yummy energy sort of flowing through it. And so that was, I think, part of it. 
And that was like what was happening personally for me and my business around the revenue. The other interesting factor this year, and I've mentioned this on a couple of podcasts, but there was like a more industry-wide, I don't to say it's industry-wide. I think it was actually like certain bubbles of the coaching space from a more like macroeconomic lens. I saw like a couple bubbles burst this year. <laughs> and I'm glad like they needed to burst. And so it was interesting. Like I saw one space, then I saw another space. And I was actually talking to the woman that I had the boxer day with today. I'm like, oh, what's what's going on in your world? Because she's like very much not in any of, of, of the worlds that I'm in. And it was just really fun to hear. It was like she was up, you know, 28% this year. But it's so many of the things of she's super razor sharp with her messaging. She's super razor sharp with like the offers and like all of the things that she's doing. And I think what we're seeing, I know not everyone that listens to this is in the coaching space, um, but because I do work with a lot of coaches, I do just want to say like the days of fluffy, like intangible things and that being something that drives revenue, like that is over. (laughs) And I think we sort of saw that bubble burst in certain corners of the coaching industry. And listen, I know the reason why even like I, I've even had friends. I have one friend that did 700,000 last year. And this year, I think she's ending at like 150,000. Like there was some big bursts that happened. And I know that the reason why we held stable in the market is one, it's like our, our brand is sharp. Our messaging is sharp. Our energetics are aligned. Like it's all in flow and on point. And also, it's the strength of our delivery and client retention, which is like our stuff works, our programs work, our clients get results. It's really just basic, simple business 101 that like some people just don't, like, it seems to escape sometimes. But like, this was, in my opinion, um, a bubble that burst this year in the coaching space. So I think there was certain things where it's like your brand and messaging has to be like sharper than ever. Market sophistication is definitely like increasing and you have to get better at business, right? So I think there's that piece. And then on the other side of it, I do think there were some people that like they had marketing that was good enough to drive people into containers. And then it was like nothing once you were inside of delivery. And I think that created like sort of like a once bitten twice shy, like within certain buyers, right? And so... I could feel like in the past couple of years, how frothy the market was getting. And listen, you know, I love the woo. I'm a Pisces girl through and through, but the whole like pay me tens of thousands of dollars to come be in my energy thing is fucking insane. (laughs) But some people were paying that and it felt like this gold rush that finally like it needed to sort of subside. Right. And so I think from the the sort of fallout of that, we're seeing like the, the, there were people that entered the space to sort of make a quick buck. That's going to clear out. Um, there were people that like had enough to say the few shiny marketing things, but then they didn't know how to deliver. And that's clearing out. Like what we're seeing happen right now is basically capitalism at work here in a really positive, brilliant way. Because consumers will stop giving money to the businesses that are not actually providing value. And that is how it should be. 
And if you are, if you're someone who has been hit hard this year, like and you're like, no, 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 like I am providing tremendous value. Like my clients love it. Then we need to look. Then it's like there's something in your branding and your messaging that needs to really sharpen up because the marketplace is getting more sophisticated. And so while I do think there was a slight impact on our revenue from maybe larger marketplace forces, I would say we still rocked it. Like, right. If, if we had just had that one launch in there, we would be up probably 30%. And it's because of the strength and delivery of our offers, which leads me to more fun data. I mentioned a little bit ago, we just wrapped up our 2023 surveys, which is if you're on my email list, you received and combing through our data, we had for the second year in a row, 100% customer satisfaction. Literally, we do not have a single respondent that completed the survey that told us that they weren't happy with their investments with us. And that, to me, shows why our revenue held this year. And we could look at some more data, which is like 80% of my Words or Wands masterminders are first clients inside of the Brand Alchemy Accelerator, which I want you to think about that. Like, what story does the data tell? 100% of clients who come into the accelerator absolutely love it, and they get so much value and are so well-served that they want to, for those, not everyone wants to like have a, like a, to grow their business, right, to $100,000 or whatever it is, but for those that do, joining Words or Wands is the obvious next step. Like literally 80% of my masterminders are starting inside of that. And to me, as an entrepreneur, as someone who is, um, looking at the best way to grow your business is to do good business is I'm just like, yes, our delivery is so high and I can see the data telling that story. And so these are statistics that I would say like business owners dream about having. And I know for a fact, like we consciously created this result. We have created such a strong brand reputation in the marketplace. And then once people initially come in, they like they start in the accelerator, they come, they get results, they love it. It creates more trust, more connection. The way they love the way that I teach and coach. They love what my brand embodies and represents. They raise their hand to come do deeper work with me in the masterminds. And when they're really ready to go bigger and make moves in their income growth it's very clear their obvious next step is joining Words or Wands or if they're at the point where they're like sort of past their first 100,000, couple hundred thousand, pleasure and precision is just the obvious next step for them. And so I'm really freaking proud. I'm really proud of how exceptional our client delivery is. I'm really proud of a literal 100% customer satisfaction rating two years in a row. And we just plan on getting even better for you all in 2024 inside of our spaces. Like, Really and truly, for those of you who are our clients, I know like many of you listen to the podcast, like thank you for being a customer with us. And we do not take it for granted. And it is the honor of a lifetime to serve you all and walk with you on your journey. All right, let's talk about what I created in 2023. This is actually kind of insane. I like wrote it all out. I was like, how did all of this creation and value flood through me this year? We kicked off in January. I like I was like, wait, that was this year? We had the Business Magic Summit in January. That feels like it was like 10 years ago. I'm like, what? Like the the amount that can go into a year when you are fully in your alignment and you're all in. Oh my God. So in January, we had the Business Magic Summit. It was that entire full day. Hundreds and hundreds of you came and spent the day with us to dive into all things business and spirituality. 
And many of you then decided to join the Brand Alchemy Accelerator. I'm pretty sure our Q1 launch with the Accelerator was at that point our best launch ever until we then beat that again with our Q4 launch, which I think is like very interesting again, like a year that a lot of people were saying like business is so hard. Um, We had, I think, our top two launches ever for my program um, in a year that a lot of people like were seeing sort of stuff fall away. So then after Business Magic... I created and delivered Wealth Codes, which was a completely free course on financial planning and money management, helping you make a plan that you feel empowered around money. And the feedback we got from that was, again, bananas. Like literally people were making money moves and decisions around opening savings accounts, consolidating student loan debt, talking to their partners for the first time ever about having a financial plan and getting one in place. And like all of the messages, the testimonials, like the shares that you all have sent to me around this, like it just really makes my heart so full because like when I delivered wealth codes, it didn't make sense, like logical sense from my business strategy brain. It was just like, I felt so compelled. It's like a body of work, like understanding financial planning, money, investing. I've been really good in business, but I think it's like the second piece is like, I know how to then take that money I make in business and build wealth with it. And I really wanted to create something for you all around that. Because I kind of got tired of people like talking about wealth, like it was an energy. I'm like, no, net worth is a number. And like abundance is an energy. And I want all of you to have the feeling of abundance, but I also want you to have the actual tangible money in your bank account. And so I like went out on a whim. It was like a creative impulse. It was something that I like birthed and came through so quickly. I think from the time I had the idea to like delivery, it was maybe a couple weeks. Um, And hundreds of you came in and, and joined. And I've just seen more and more people sort of picking up the courses we've gone along. So I'm like really proud of the creation of that course from this year. And then we ran a ton of other trainings too, like the seven stages of a magnetic brand, the take up space training. We had the rebrand experience in just what, like a month or two ago? Like time is wild right now. Um, We had our first referral program, which was so freaking fun. And then this past summer for like two months, I opened up my calendar for podcast season and went on to dozens of podcasts. I actually had several clients literally start YouTube channels or podcasts so that they could have a platform to invite me to be a guest on. And I said yes to everybody for those two months, no matter how big or small their audience size was. And I'm so freaking glad I did Because I had clients who started it to have me on as a guest, but now they're showing up on a whole new platform in a bigger, more expansive way. And they've like, let me know they're like signing clients from it. I have one client in the accelerator. She started a YouTube channel to come have me as a guest on it. And I think she said she's like in her first few weeks, she'd signed like three clients from it, I think. And it was all from me just announcing podcast season, right? Like so freaking fun, um, not just to connect with you all, but like the value that then so many of you like were like, yes, like let me go create a thing and that you're running with it and growing your businesses from it. Like just makes me so happy. So that was all on the marketing side. And now let's dive into what I created inside of my programs on the delivery side in 2023. I think of this as in politics, there's like the fundraising and like campaigning, right? And then there's governing. And so I think of like the marketing side as fundraising and campaigning. 
And then <laughs> obviously delivery is governing. So I'm that's one way it might be a helpful frame for some of you who are more advanced businesses, like to really um, make sure you like the balances of that. I always, I just love delivery. I think it's why we do what we do. And so it's always important to me that we're always looking at the customer experience inside of the program. Where are, where can I provide more value? Where can I surprise and delight them? And so for us, that meant this year inside of the Brand Alchemy Accelerator, I created an entirely new branding process for the external rebrand. So nine deep dive, totally in-depth trainings, the step-by-step on everything from like identifying exactly what your unique differentiator is in the marketplace, getting super crystal clear on that so you know how to position and message it, your brand pricing and positioning, developing a strong brand content strategy to like how to talk about yourself and you're like about me, how to tell your origin story, like literally no stone unturned around brand, Um, how to develop a clear brand voice, how to have a strong visual language that your visual design and brand photo shoots are stopping the scroll and attracting best fit buyers in. And then they're, once they are drawn in to your visuals, right, that's what stops the scroll. Then you've got the content strategy that backs it up, that's deepening them in and bringing them like deeper and deeper more quickly into your world until they purchase. Like y'all, seriously, just this one process that I like filmed and created is worth the entire investment in the accelerator. There is a good reason why we've had two consecutive years of 100% customer satisfaction. And I am very proud of what I did in that container this year. So that was the accelerator. Now let's talk about words or wands because words or wands, listen, y'all, it was born this year. It's a little baby. Uh, I... I literally went from it coming out. Again, it was another creative urge. It was not on the calendar to create it this year. And then all of a sudden it was like, I was pregnant and this thing wanted to birth out of me. And I like told my husband, I was like, Hey honey, I know it's not on the calendar, but like, I think I need to go to a hotel for like three days and hold myself up in a hotel. I wrote nearly a hundred page book that is now like the entire everything you need to know about messaging, how to create offers, like uh, goals versus manifestation, like everything for someone who is like, you've established your brand, you're showing up in the marketplace, and you're really wanting to layer on that next higher level entrepreneurial skill set. Like, oh my God, so good, right? And it went again from a creative urge to me holding myself up in a hotel for three days. It's so, like within a month, I think I had filmed the entire portal launched it and sold the first round. It was like very, it might not have been a few weeks, but it was very fast. Like that one labored very quickly, like a lightning bolt into the marketplace. And I have a good feeling about Words or Wands in particular going into 2024. And let's talk about how my programs work, y'all. I just want to shout out some of my Words or Wands masterminders because that mastermind is popping off like champagne on New Year's Eve. And I know it's the last week of the year, but it's not New Year's Eve yet, unless you're in words or wands. These women are coming in and powerfully making moves. We just had a 2023 reflections call this week. And listen, my client Dina hit her first $100,000 year this year. My client Megan also just crossed the $100,000 mark for the first time this year. My client Beanie doubled her revenue from last year to this year. My client Heather, literally six Next, her revenue from 2022 to 2023. Not doubled, not tripled. She 6X'd. Like legit, if you want to be making moves in your business in 2024, you 100% want to come into the Words or Ones Mastermind. I am just like, oh, 
you want to be surrounded by these women. It is such an incredible honor that they have chosen me as the mentor to walk with them. And it's kind of unbelievable, like thinking about all of those numbers, right? Like Megan's first $100,000, Dina's first $100,000, doubling revenue, 6Xing revenue, like, and words or wands literally did not exist in January. I want you to think about that. Like the program didn't exist at the beginning of this year. And now multiple women have crossed their first six figures inside of it. Others are doubling the revenue, success Xing the revenue. Like it's incredible what is possible when we decide to go all in our on our businesses and our dreams. And so that was the magic inside of Words or Wands this year. And just its first eight months in the marketplace. Like, what? So to have created that entire process, the portal, everything, and then to see the massive results sort of pouring out of it are a major freaking victory for 2023. And last but not least, my scaling mastermind, Pleasure and Precision, where I help women go from that first six figures to setting up to scale towards seven figures by creating scaled offers, having that team and support to help like making the business a whole separate entity, systems and processes, like all of that stuff so that you can go from like helping, you know, maybe one one-on-one or maybe having small, like, you know, 10 people in a group thing, if you end up scaling an offer to being in a company that can support hundreds of customers at a time. Like it is so incredible to like think of the number of customers versus like just two years ago that my company is serving and helping. And it just feels so like it has scaling is not for the faint of heart. I got to say, but to have this level of impact and to be able to help hundreds of you um, going into thousands of you, right? Versus like just a couple of years ago, thinking about like me doing one-on-one. I'm just like so proud of, of that room and what we've created. And so in Pleasure and Precision, we begin every round with like this super luscious three-day immersion experience, which is part like business mastermind, part feminine embodiment activation, part restoration and retreat. And this year we hosted what I would consider to be the best live event experience ever in the history of the company. And I have been running masterminds with live events for years, literally years. And so the spiritual practitioners that came in and really like enchanted my clients with their gifts from cacao ceremonies to breathwork experiences to goddess yoga and ending our evenings with yoga nidra. And then like the highest level, like the level of conversation around business in this room. Like if you want to like really do the entrepreneurship thing, like get in this room. They left with a business plan with razor sharp precision and clarity and then on the other side with bodies that felt so deeply relaxed, so receptive, and that just deeply in flow and pleasure. And to be able to offer and have a business mastermind at that level, right? For women really ready to go to the top, but not just in top within business, but it's like, no, 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 we're going to go to the top within business. We're also going to go to the top within our pleasure and our enjoyment. There's literally no other mastermind like this on the planet. I mean, like you already heard my, my woe is me tale at the beginning of this podcast. If you know of anything, please send it to me. Cause I'm like it, I love, it's like such an honor to run it, but it is actually kind of painful because I'm just like, I wish that I had it for me. And so that immersion experience 
It's really set the gold standard, the bar for what we will be bringing to every pleasure and precision immersion experience in the future. The feedback we got was incredible and it was still something my clients were talking about like on our final call, the entire program, still talking about that immersion experience. It was super yummy, but that's not all that took place in this in there this year, right? Um, this last round, uh, I wrote an entire book on team for the mastermind entire book that literally breaks down when to hire, who to hire, like when do you hire contractors versus employees? How does all that work? How do you decide what role you need? How do you write job descriptions? How do you then recruit and hire? How do you train and manage? Like how do you teach a team to run your business for you? Like literally the step-by-step of everything you need to do. There's like an exercise in there that's like literally walking you through like Oh, you want to take a month vacation? Here's how you do it. Here's how you unbind yourself from the business. Like here's, it will like, you will find every single thing you need to do. We work with you on systems and processes, like all of those things. Right. And so to really, (laughs) I was just thinking about like, it took me so long to unbind myself. I really felt like as a solopreneur, even though I loved my business, I began to feel resentful. And I really didn't want the business to always be attached to me. Like I didn't want my business to stop running the moment I stopped posting on Instagram or the moment I stopped like showing up to a call, right? And so to have that team book for pleasure and precision, that's really just breaking all that stuff down. It really makes that solopreneur into entrepreneur transition, like someone who's actually running a company, uh, so much more easeful, like so much easier than... Um, I can't tell you, I was actually just talking in that um, boxer day with this business strategist today about like the number of people I talk about, like that, that I see, especially like at the seven figure, multiple seven figure level, that it feels like their business is on constant fire. And I'm just like, you either have hired the wrong people or you just like your systems and processes like suck. Like there's no reason that it, your business should be that sort of um, frantic, right? And I know the impact of me writing that book, like already, just already, I've helped multiple clients in there make their first or next hires this year, which opened up the space. I had a client who'd basically like been at a hundred thousand dollar mark, but it was literally like, it was her body was resisting growing and doing more because she felt so at capacity. And then she was like, it's, it's not just your thoughts. Like if you have like a capacity issue, And then you start to literally subconsciously push money away. Like you don't even want any more money because you're like, what I associate with that is more work and more time and more effort. And getting someone in like, uh, it's just like coaching her on allowing herself to be that deeply supported by someone that deeply held. It's just the honor of a lifetime to like really support women to sort of be in that lean, leaned back, relaxed state to have all the money still coming in and to not be like totally reliant on being the sort of um, owner operator, right? Like being the one operating everything. And so we also had in Pleasure and Precision this year, uh, one of my clients create her first $100,000 a month. Not $100,000 a year. That's what's happening in words or wants for many of them, Right. Pleasure and precision, first $100,000 a month. Like, what? This is so fun. And so the creation for me is so worthwhile in and of itself. Like all of the assets I created, like that's just a transmission of the highest level strategy, the top mindset work, like the most luscious energetics. But to then like 
see the impact, right? In a single year of what has happened since me doing that work to create all of that delicious delivery inside of my programs, like the freaking impact for my clients is like, business can be hard, but it's the reason I get out of bed every day is like to see stories like that. Like multiple people in Words or Wands walking through their first six-figure year. My client in Pleasure and Precision walking through her first $100,000 month. Like it's it's unbelievable, right? Like within eight months of Words or Wands existing to having that, like clients doubling the revenue, six Xing the revenue, multiple ones of them crossing their first six-figure year to then seeing in Pleasure and Precision, clients going from their first $100,000 a year to their first $100,000 month and then beginning to build out like a support team and an actual company for themselves. Like pinch me, how the hell is this my life? And like the the kind of women that are drawn into my containers and the level that they want to play at, I'm like, let's go. (laughs) So that was the magic of client delivery this year. All the creation, the yummy impact. So now I wanted to do a quick overview on our growth in each part of the triple threat skill set stack. Because as an entrepreneur, whether you're a solopreneur or an entrepreneur, It depends if you're going to need the two skills or the three skills, right? So if you're wanting to go through and like really be an entrepreneur that's running a company, it's a triple threat skill set stack, right? You need branding, messaging, and scaling. And then if you're a solopreneur, you don't ever need to scale. And did you know that's okay? Like not everybody needs to go for seven figures. If you feel great in like a solopreneur business generating a couple hundred thousand dollars a year and that feels great to you, then definitely don't scale. And then you only ever need to be looking at if there's a gap and you're not where you want to be in your business. If you're not where you want to be as a solopreneur, you're either attracting the wrong clients or not attracting clients at all, right? So it's like a client attraction thing. And that's a branding problem. Or you have people that are there, but you're not like talking to them. You're not saying the right words to them. (laughs) Then it's a messaging problem, right? They're not coming into your world. They're reading your stuff, but they're not coming in and then raising their hands to buy. So in your business as a solopreneur, it's either branding or messaging every single time. And so if you ever want to, like, you're like, I just want to be a booked out solopreneur, don't ever scale. That's all you'll ever need is branding and messaging. And then if you want to grow from solopreneur to entrepreneur, you want to add in that third level of the triple threat and really learn how to scale, right? So it's team systems and processes, more advanced sort of marketing strategies. And so let's get into that. Like, it's really important as you're looking at your year and like the sort of revenue and the growth that you had to do an evaluation of like um, the evolution of your brand, the evolution of your skill set and messaging. And if you are at the point where you're scaling, you want to look at what's happening with scaling as well. So I went through and I evaluated for myself, myself and each of those in that triple threat skill set stack. So let's talk about brand. 2023 for the brand of Catherine Morrison Coaching was a big year. It was so cool seeing all the surveys that came back from all of you, like saying there's no other brand like us on the planet. I think it was like uh, one of the questions was like, you know, what brands seem similar to us? And I think it's around 80%. You guys were like, nobody, like there's no other company that's offering programs at this level, at that intersection of intuition and strategy, creativity and logic, structure and flow, head and heart. And to see us do the brand alchemy. Like that's not an accident. The fact that that's what's being sort of fed back to us from the marketplace, that was me doing the branding work, right? (laughs) I'm deciding what I want to be known for. I figured out what my unique differentiator was. 
I figured out the positioning. I built a content strategy around it. Like everything I'm teaching you inside of the accelerator is literally just being mirrored back to us from the marketplace because I consciously decided this is how I want to be known. Right. And so to, to see that that was something that at this point, like 80% of people who are like around us are like, there's literally nothing else I can even compare you to. That's a big fucking deal. And it's like a sign of like, when I'm teaching you all that you, you want like branding in the marketplace, it's like people come wanting to work with you specifically, not someone who does that thing you do. This is the power of that work. And we really saw it play out both in terms of the growth in our programs, but to have survey results like that, where literally 80% are like, we just don't see anyone else like this. Like if we want to do intuition and strategy at this level, we got to come work with you. That was 100% our external rebrand work really showing and shining through in the marketplace this year. Now let's talk about my internal brand alchemy work this year, sort of internal rebrand. Because in 2022, I was working very strongly. One of the things we do in the Brand Alchemy program is we work a lot with archetypes and archetypal energy um, and like learning how to like really embody that and sort of eat the energy and become that, right? So in 2022, I was working very strongly with the magician archetype. And then stepping into 2023, I pulled in the artist archetype. And... (laughs) When when I talked about all the creation that's flooded through me, like all of the trainings, wealth codes, that like the amount of creation that just flowed through me, even our social media content and how much more vibrant and dynamic that's gotten, that is very much the energy of like the brand alchemy work I did to bring in that artist archetype and how it started to shape every sort of thing that I touched and created. And even when I brought on a content person, like what I am sort of expressing to create, right? The sort of guidance I'm giving on the creation that's flowing through us. Like I really want it to strongly represent that energy in the marketplace. And so listen, I still have my rising Capricorn in me. That's never going to go away. Your girl loves to nerd out on strategy and data and funnels and all the things. But in 2023, it was interesting because I had balanced out, like I was definitely at the point where there was that feminine and masculine energy, like totally integrated and in balance. But prior, the year prior, it had been like a very spiritual energy. And this past year, it was, I mean, I would say creativity is some of the highest creational codes. It's creation codes, right? So um, I do believe creativity is inherently deeply, deeply spiritual, but it has a different texture to it. And so if you've been in my world for more than a minute, you probably felt that shift from magician archetype to artist archetype in what was coming through the brand this year. Right. And so we'll talk about next year. There's like a different archetype that I'm working with going into 2024. But that was really helpful for me to just sort of do this like, okay, if brand is always the foundation, where did we go this year and how did I see that reflected back in the marketplace? So that was that. Let's get to the second layer in the triple threat skill set stack, which is messaging. So I already mentioned this earlier, but our biggest messaging wins was for sure getting so tight on our messaging for the accelerator that we were able to do something that like every digital marketer told me was impossible, right? program to cold traffic with zero bonuses and just having people coming in through an email sequence. Like that goes to show the power of the messaging work that I have done. And even like the head of the Facebook ads mastermind we were in, she's like, you know, we can try it, but this is going to be really hard to do through a funnel. And she's someone who's run tons of, of funnels for seven and eight figure companies in the space. 
But I basically, like, we knew our brand was on point with the accelerator, but then I did the words or wands work, the messaging work that I'm teaching you on the mastermind. And then I just applied it to my offers. So I'm looking at how can we look at everything and make it sharper? How can we make it more tangible, more concrete? If brand is the expression of energy and feeling and emotion, like really with messaging, I was looking at really sharpening things up this year to make it very clear for the linear logical mind to be able to say yes. And I talked about this a couple of weeks ago, but like that was really another piece of our, our messaging precision this year was sharpening that up with the accelerator and was a big part, I think, of what 5X'd our results from Q3 to Q4 was This is when I talk about like little shifts make a big impact, right? Like to make a few shifts and then to five extra results. And it's being able to like find those leverage points within your branding and your messaging that are the things that you sort of like, there's like these hidden pockets of profit that are just waiting to sort of flow out into your business. And just being able to find within your branding and your messaging what those things are and sort of like pop that bubble and allow that like flood of clients to come into you. So That was messaging wins for the accelerator. Uh, The messaging wins I'm seeing in my higher level rooms are definitely being reflected in the strength of the women coming into the room. I think the the clients you attract, it's like always going to be a blend of like the brand and what you're putting out and who's attracted to you and then the messaging that really calls them in. And so I have been running masterminds for years And between the branding and messaging work we've done for those higher level masterminds, we have the highest quality mastermind participants and clients um, of any round and year or thing, right, that I've ever run. Um, I'm seeing those people come through now. And that is for sure, like, I'm going to pat myself on the back on that. Like the quality, I mean, if you are a woman who takes your business seriously, like get yourself in a room with these women. So That was that around our messaging wins. Now let's go to the final layer of the triple threat skill set stack. And it's the sort of linchpin if you you want to grow from a solopreneur to an entrepreneur. Not everybody does, but if you do, I'm going to talk about scaling. And even those of you that are like, listen, I don't ever want to like go beyond just like a booked out one-on-one practice. That's beautiful. You might just enjoy hearing scaling like because it's fun. So I'm going to spill the tea. Listen, I don't promise it's always rainbows and daisies and butterflies. And scaling for us in 2023 was where I felt the most pain. So I'll sort of bullet out the changes and growth we had. And then I'll tell you why I was crying at my kitchen table. (laughs) So almost our entire backend systems have completely turned over and changed since the beginning of this year. We now have programs that are holding like hundreds, right? Like over 100 people, some hundreds of people at a time. And as we look at preparing for thousands of clients at once, we started to see from that perspective, what are all the changes we need to make? Where do we need to elevate? What sort of like we need to sort of be more rigorous with our processes um, to allow for just the most delicious client experience. Listen, I'm not going to say, I'm not even going to like say I want to keep that 100% customer satisfaction rating. Like I think like perfect score mentality doesn't help us, but I'm like, but I want to, I want to stay there. And, you know, like, or as close to there as we can, right? And I think when you go into a scaled business, it's really making sure that you have a team that's able to run things for you and to have those systems and processes in place. 
Like I have been calling this to my husband. I've been calling this my big girl business shit era. There's a there's a story about that. Maybe I'll tell it next week on the podcast about where that term comes from. But basically every system, every process we had this year changed and shifted over. Our workflow for the creation of this podcast, our workflow for content creation and repurposing. We, oh my God, for those of you coming into Pleasure and Precision, I'm going to start teaching the content flywheel methodology and... Ah, it, I'm like, I'm a little turned on just thinking about it. Like the ability to like really create content, like really powerful content very quickly and then deploy it cross-platform and what we're doing there. It's like massive up-leveling and elevation across the board. So at the beginning of the year, it was like we were living in a little house. And today it's like we're 70% through with building a skyscraper. So if you all remember in my last job as an employee, I was the head of a business unit selling multi-million dollar custom software deals. So some of my clients were people, companies like that you all probably know and own products from. Like my clients were Under Armour, Disney, Hunter Douglas, Whirlpool, like all of those companies were my actual clients that were spending millions of dollars with us and we were building out custom apps and tech for them. And when I worked at that job, I was the head of a business unit, which meant I had departments, heads of other projects. It was an agency. It was an agency model. So we had an engineering team. We had a design team. And I was the business unit head. So then I had to be working with the project manager to actually build out these pretty robust so- like custom software. Right? <laughs> like That shit's expensive. And it's complex very often, right? And it's so interesting because like... I sort of thought when I left, like I worked at that company for years and I learned so much about how to actually create software. And I'm like, this will never be needed again. (laughs) But at that time, I don't know if I'm ever going to know, like need to know how to create software. But because of that, I worked with some of the best project managers who were able to take really complex requirements like from technical teams, our design teams, the business unit that I was heading was connected devices. So if you think about when you have a phone and you can control a device from your phone, I think controlling your shades from your phone, controlling a speaker from your phone, that's what a connected device is. And that makes it even more complex to develop because then there's hardware requirements and firmware requirements. Don't worry, I'm not going to make you all learn this, but like Basically, what I'm trying to make clear is to bring these like things in, like to actually develop the software for clients on time and in budget, took some of the most super fucking high level project planning and management that you will ever see, like requirements gathering, dependency mapping, like really taking tons of little pieces and dates and constraints and figuring out how do we make this project run on time and on budget without feeling like our hair's on fire, right? Which I think that's like another interesting thing I mentioned a little bit ago. Like I don't, it's so interesting in the digital space when people are like, it's like, it's too big and it's complicated. And I'm just like, oh my God, like the tech industry has solved for this. We can do big complex things. We just need to have systems and processes and really strong project management. And it can feel like you're just deliciously flowing through your day. And so I'm feeling right now like me and the work I did at that agency to develop that level of understanding, there are certain things that in my own company, I can see like my operations manager is incredible. She's absolutely a rock star. Love her. But she, her level of operations skills, she had worked for 
an accountant before me and then a lawyer before that, that I think were, I don't think either of them were at the million dollar level. So they were in, you know, like high multiple six figure businesses, but they didn't have large marketing operations. They were like, they did a lot of referral based stuff. And so like this going into having multiple offers, having a cross-functional like team, right? Like having our content person, having our customer success person, like it requires you to have a higher level of project management stuff. And I was like, seeing from when I worked at that agency and software stuff would go sideways for us, like the project manager would always identify what it was and we would have to correct for it. So I can see that stuff now. So for those of you that are like scaling your businesses, this is like a latent skill set. <laughs> but like, even in my team, I'm like, oh, you're not dependency mapping. And it's like, what, what does that even mean? And I'm like, oh my God, it's this latent skill set and like whole body of knowledge that went dark for like five years because I worked at an agency doing that for a couple of years and I really enjoyed it. But I was like, I don't want to like build large custom software for a living. I'm going to go do this other thing. But I'm seeing that skill set I got around operational excellence and like really understanding how to like do things on time in budget, really understand that level of like complexity as your business grows. I'm like, oh my God, like it was all for a reason. Like I developed that sort of body of knowledge, that skill set, and now I'm deploying it in my own company. And you better believe in pleasure and precision. For those of you that are like going, like you better believe it's coming into pleasure and precision. So it has just been so, so fun. Like to be able to like nerd out with my team on like, oh, like Kanban versus Scrum versus like Kaizen, like all of these different philosophy, project management systems, and how we will blend together different parts of the methodologies to create something that allows our company to just run like fucking clockwork so we can be in our feminine magic. Like this is where structure and flow, oh my God, it's like my pussy might be wet. I'm not going to lie. Systems and processes. Like the other day, my content person, we've been doing a lot around workflows, applying constraints to find the breaks in our processes and improving workflows. And I that that phrase might have come out the other day in our Voxer channel. So it has just been so fun. The level of operational excellence that we're bringing to our company. We're going to have like these luxe, like relaxed launches. We're going to be able to like just do so much more um, from that delicious, relaxed state. And uh, it just feels so good. So we also up-leveled our team and support structure this year. And so while I'm telling you like the good news, like the gospel, this is the good news. We have up-leveled these things. It was because we had not good things. <laughs> So it just started to get really painful. We brought on a new VA. We had a VA that, like, this is for those of you that are going to millions. Like, it's going to be the case that when you're in your first hundred thousand, your first two hundred thousand um, dollars, you're going to have a team that operates at a certain level and. Just the same way, not every solopreneur wants to be an entrepreneur. Not every contractor or VA or person working in your company wants to go from like a sort of cottage, like a nice little, like small business to a skyscraper, right? There's a different kind of person. Some people are that person and then they're hungry and you give them the opportunity to like really grow and flourish within that role. But this was for us just really seeing like, oh, like this person's not coming with us. Um, and it's such an important lesson. Like it's not, it doesn't mean that they're bad. It just means that there's like growth in different directions. 
And so that was for us, um, it was sad. It was like, it was sad to let that person go. It was someone that had been with us for a couple of years, like very grateful to the time that she she gave to our company. But we were just really looking for someone who was going to be able to come in and um, to help be in the skyscraper and like build the skyscraper with us. So that was a big piece for us. And then the last piece of scaling is layering in advanced marketing strategies. Like everything I've been talking about with like surveys, gathering customer feedback, when you go into a more scaled business, like this is, listen girl, it's my big girl business shit era. (laughs) So I'm finally feeling like there's, you know, when I worked as, as an employee, I was the director of business development scaling eight and nine figure companies. And I'm finally feeling at this point in my business, like that part of me is coming back online. And oh my God, I can like feel the energy around it right now. It feels so good to have, uh, to be at a, a point where it's like, oh, like the skyscraper is getting built. And that woman that I knew that was able to like rock magic in these companies as an employee was brave enough to fucking leave the other skyscrapers of other people's business and make, making like other people rich. She was brave enough to leave and she started at ground zero and it took her years and she worked really hard. And now, oh my God, I'm like, and now it's my skyscraper. And I can feel that like all of the magic that I had working as the director of business development in these eight and nine figure companies, like that skill set again is like really coming back online, not just in that systems and project management piece that I was talking about earlier, but like really even thinking about business at a higher level more. It's more than just marketing. It's like the whole ecosystem of how everything scales and layers together. Um, And so really looking at for us, like those advanced marketing strategies. So whether it's something like surveys um, that informs like your, whether it's your offer suite, your messaging direction, doing things like starting to segment out your list and send various segments, different messaging based on where in the world they're coming from. Like really looking at your communication and messaging cross-platform and how that sort of needs to change to speak to the person that's there. Um, Having, once you are doing stuff like the long-term conversion strategies, having something, if you're doing something like launches or if you have something evergreen um, and they're not buying within those first few days, do you have a strategy in place for that long tail? Most people aren't buying in those first few days. So what is your content plan? What is your marketing plan for that long-term tail? Right? So I know I'm like maybe going too in-depth. You can like tell my excitement around it. We're going to talk about this next week, but I am probably in 20... I'm excited about everything in 2024, but I am most excited for those of you coming into Pleasure and Precision, like the amount of value, the things that you're going to learn for those of you that are ready to scale. Oh my gosh is going to be good. So it was a lot. It was a lot this year. And so as you're listening to everything that I've gone through and you're like, this sounds like Catherine did a lot this year. She birthed a new, an entirely new mastermind and wrote like a hundred pages. She also wrote a whole nother book on everything you need to know about like hiring and running a team and creating a business that runs without you, creating an entirely new rebranding process in the accelerator, all the new sales pages, the free trainings on top of creating a weekly podcast for you all, like every single week curating like all the things I'm doing for the newsletter, for those of you in the email weekly newsletter, like making sure I have like a curated list of my favorite products and things to send you all just as like a, it's like a gift every single week, right? Like to think of this, these like drops of just, I really just want it to feel like when you come into my world, you're just like bathed in value. (laughs) And so thinking about all of those things, if it feels like a lot to you, 
all the podcasts, all the trainings, all the delivery, our entire back end turning over, our entire team up leveling and elevating, us beating to implement those big girl business project management systems, like the same stuff the tech companies that I used to work for for years. Like, if you're thinking about my year and feeling tired, the truth is, so am I. And that's why I cried yesterday at the dinner table. Like every single thing I talked about, you can hear the energy in my voice, right? Like I'm so excited. I'm so on fire for it. I love all of the creation that's coming out, like all of the delivery, the free podcast, the courses, the training, like to, to bathe you all, right? Just shower you in value. Like you can't touch my field and not be transformed and and helped and elevated in some way. And I have loved growing the team and having people in proper functional roles and like really splitting that out with clear roles and responsibilities. I have loved up-leveling our back end to be as badass as the tech companies I used to work for. But this year has been so much building and also so much change, so much change and really like building everything, new programs new systems, new team, new marketing strategies, like nail and hammer, building, building, building. And I mean, really, even if we just go back over my four years in business or whatever, there's just been this constant growth and evolution. Like I started my business and then very quickly within like 18 months, I had completely filled up my one-on-one. Like there was just more demand than I knew what to do with. I went into group programs. Then I went into running masterminds until the stuff I was doing, just doing mindset work that felt incongruent. So then I didn't even stay there. I literally blew up program that was making like half a million dollars a year and then started completely fresh the middle of 2022. And while it's incredible how we've built basically a totally different audience and brought back the revenue like so quickly, 2023 was still a year of massive rebuilding, a year of everything changing over and turning over and like a, yeah, it's like a, the, maybe the, like the initial turning of the page had happened, but it was like a building of the skyscraper and we're not, I'd say we're like 70% done. And so much of this has just been like guidance to just walk with unwavering faith, to keep building, to keep trusting. And I am, but my human has changed fatigue. It's not even like from the work, like the work I'm doing week to week, like it's not that much. It's literally just like, I think this could be a whole concept, right? Like change fatigue. I can feel my soul's like completely on fire and my human vessel is just trying to keep up as fast as it can. It's like what I just feel like life is like now. Like my soul is guiding me and I'm just constantly like trying to unhook my human from like keeping me from like where I'm just pulled to go and flow to. And this is what ascension through entrepreneurship is, right? It's growing your business in tandem with the expansion of your consciousness and your literal vibration rising. So you don't just have like all of the massive business growth and success, but you're also in tandem having this like 3D human body that's constantly going through this almost like deep spiritual process. And actually what's coming up for me right now, I probably do an entire podcast on this because it's a pretty well-known thing in spiritual circles, like ascension symptoms, right? As you start working at higher and higher vibrations, you go through like another big part of it is like intense brand alchemy cycles, death and rebirth of your identity. Um, All of those are actual like ascension symptoms, like if you were to Google it, right? And to have all of that happening for me in tandem with 
obviously, because it's ascension through entrepreneurship, there's all of this constant evolution of growth of me, and then the business constant evolution and growth, right? It's been, I mean, a lot. I'm so grateful, and I love every moment of it, but it's just honestly been a lot. So just trusting the guidance, taking the next steps, um, and having to really support my human body through this constant up-leveling, constant elevation, constant evolution and growth. And I can feel, it's like I told you, it's like the skyscraper, we're about 70% through. Like I can feel the click coming. I can feel it energetically. And I also have like a clear line of sight into the business of like, we're going to click into that full skyscraper mode. But right now it just kind of feels like, you know, skyscrapers mostly built. <laughs> but so much of even building it was sort of taking these codes from the ether and then like grounding them into the 3D. And quite honestly, my human's a little bit tired of it. It's tired of constant change. It's tired of constant up-leveling. It's tired of constant elevation. And for those of you that have studied the nervous system or trauma, this is where it's like you have to look the spiritual, like as spiritual beings, like we are, we are expansion, right? That's all we are. And so when you get onto this path of ascension through entrepreneurship, you still have a human nervous system. And what trauma is in the human vessel is too much too fast or too little for too long. And it has felt like for the past like three years, God has just been taking me on this crazy spiritual magic carpet ride. And I'm just constantly having to use the tools I learned around somatics and the nervous system to regulate my human body and help it like really sort of reshape the nervous system and honestly like expand my window of tolerance to be able to like to be more in the world to be more highly visible to take in all more money more impact more all of it right like to be more to do more to have more requires you to get your human vessel on board and i am i'm i would be lying if i was like it's a cakewalk like i have to help my human body feel safe i have to do the work to help it feel relaxed while it's still basically flying in the air on a magic carpet ride where God's like, not quite telling me the final destination. <laughs> and it's sort of like everything has been leading me up to this point. And the fact that I was guided two years ago to get somatic training and really learn how to partner with the nervous system was like, came very much at a time when it was like, oh, and you're spiritually awakening, which is why in the accelerator, we're doing those embodiment practices. We're doing all of the energetic practices to actually help shape the nervous system, right? And so all of that work has been so crucial in me allowing myself to continue to grow, to continue to expand, to continue to like just go where my soul is guiding me and not close up. So many people don't have that. Like they aren't able to stay open. And so even if their soul is like calling for expansion, their human vessel closes up, right? But even with all the training and the tools and the expertise I have around the body and the nervous system and all the things, it has felt like a lot. Like, not going to lie, for like quite a sustained, prolonged period of time. And so I've been crying. Like, I've been releasing. I've been letting waves of energy move through me. Like, I want to be who I'm called to be for the collective. I want to be everything that I, my soul is guided to do. Um, but my soul is guided to do very big things <laughs> and has required very big moves. And I've been crying and like letting my breakdowns lead into bigger breakthroughs. I've been crying as I crack open wider and wider and just like reveal my heart to God, my heart to this audience, 
And just ask to be cleansed of every old pattern, every dense energy, every lower vibration, every single layer of my mind and body just being purified and elevated so that I continue to like do this work and be a transmission into the collective and a force for good in the world. And so while I've never felt more creative, I've never felt more powerful, I've never felt more in flow, I've never felt more clear on my mission. I've also, I don't know, it feels like I want to say like I've never felt more tired. Like I've been living at my edge for longer than I ever thought possible. And like I can feel, I can even feel like an intuitive knowing right now, like the click is coming. Like it's, I like, I'm like, I can feel it right now. Um, We're almost through this like massive expansion phase and then we're going into a grounding phase. But like yesterday after I spent the day like troubleshooting a lot of scaling system stuff with my team identifying that like higher level project management stuff to be implemented that would like really just mm, just make the business feel so much more delicious like i really just like a well oiled machine of structure to allow our feminine flow this pulsating house of feminine juicy energy running through it our creativity our intuition uh like our pleasure right and that requires that we build the house right it requires that we build the house of structure and so I basically have had a tantrum, right? I had a tantrum yesterday. Like I, my, there's a part of inside of me is like no more change, no more building, no more elevation, no more up leveling. And you know, it's been like compounded. Like I went through all of the business stuff today. I didn't even touch on, I know it's compounded for me by personal. Like if you have a family, it's like, not just your thoughts. It's like it's like you have literal like humans and external circumstances and and factors that other entrepreneurs don't have to worry about. And for me, I have three kids, and my husband and I just basically got through like a near constant two month period of travel. So in addition to all of the stuff I'm talking about with the business building and up leveling, like I was also solo parenting my three kids for basically 50% of the past month. And so it was, it's sort of like the layering on of like doing everything I'm being guided to do. And then also just being in, in the like thick of being a human and a mother of three children and like all of the things that our humans still need to do to sort of like make the world go round. And also this is the first year I'm ending my day at three 30 to be with my kids. So while I love my kiddos so much, I can feel this like sort of and desire towards more white space going into 2024. And so I think we'll dive into a lot of that next week. This is listen, y'all. This has been <laughs> maybe the deepest of dives I've ever done. So if I touched on things, there are sometimes you all have been messaging me. You're like, oh my gosh, you said this one thing in the podcast. And like, I need to know more about it. Um, I actually was just delivering, I had um actually a friend buy uh, on the Black Friday sale. She bought a social media audit and a messaging audit for me. So I was going through stuff with her today on her her stuff, and she was like, oh my God, you said this thing in the 5Xing your launch, and I need to know more about that. I also just want to put out there, if you ever hear me go into something, like this was for sure like a long podcast and I went through a lot, but I bet you there's so many things I touched on that you're like, oh my God, I wish you would tell me more about that. Did you know you can message my team or you like drop a note to me on Instagram? Like I want to know the stuff that like you feel inside of you and you're like, oh my gosh, like that's for me. Um, For sure, always feel free. The line of communication is open. This platform exists to help you, right? And so if there's ever anything that I touch on and you're like, oh, I wish you would dive into that more, 
for sure, just reach out. And I would love to have that connection point. So I know like how to better serve you all like constantly, like just going into 2024. It's like, we just want to bathe you in value. Right. So going into 2024, I'm feeling tired, but I'm also feeling excited. I'm feeling joyful. I'm feeling so like just on fire, really like the passion that's in me right now. Um, But I'm also human. So I have the very human emotions of grief, fear, sadness, frustration, all of it. And I can be big enough to let all of that wash through me. And I think that's a big lesson from this year. Like this year has taught me I'm big enough to let all of those emotions at higher and higher levels wash through me. And if like we all are, we have the capacity to be, but if right now you feel like you you don't have that capacity, come do the embodiment work with me. Come do the energetic practices with me. Come start to shape your mind. Join us in the accelerator. We will be reopening in mid-January. Right? I would love to do business with you in 2024. So this, my loves, is ascension through entrepreneurship. Our souls, believe it or not, signed up for this, no matter what our human minds might think sometimes. We were born for this, and I hope you're leaning into the truth of that as you cocoon down this week with the people you love and dream into what you're going to shift into, who you're going to be, what you're going to do, what you're going to have in 2024. I love you all so much, and I'll see you next week. Oh, 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 oh